Welcome to The Sea is Medicine, where we explore the ocean's power to heal, inspire, and transform our lives. Today, we're going to talk with Brandon Verdura, an underwater photographer obsessed with capturing subsurface moments. He does his best to showcase the beauty and the unique experiences that lie beneath the surface. Welcome, Brandon. I'm so excited to have you on the Sea is Medicine. I um, found you through your photography work, your under underwater photography work, yeah. um, <laughs> which is so beautiful. And uh, I know that the ocean and the sea is very important to you, and you do a yeah. lot. I, I looks like you also use some of the profits to donate to ocean conservation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I just recently got into the NFT space and, uh, you know, being able to um, get kind of like an extra side of income, I'm able to like redistribute that out. Um, you know, it gives me a different opportunity to actually, you know, put some of the money back into the ocean, which I feel has given so much to me. So, um, yeah, it's, re it's a really awesome opportunity I've been given and, uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so beautiful. I am really thrilled actually about what the NFT space is doing, right? First of all, it mm -hmm. becomes this direct creator economy, which I love mm -hmm. and, and it's just very free. Right. And and people are able to get their work out there all over the world, you know, and it never yeah. used to really be so easy. And then the beauty too, like you said, you're, you're all of a sudden you have new income, right? And then you're able mm -hmm. to, to do something with that. So I'm really mm -hmm. kind of excited what's, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's fantastic. Uh, let's get into your background. Mm -hmm. Did you grow you grew up by the ocean, correct? Yep. Yeah. So I was born and raised in South Florida. And um, it was my dad who pretty much brought me out into the ocean. He was like an avid fisherman, avid diver. Um, so naturally he just brought me along with everything, his little boy. And uh, I mean, I have pictures of me like when I was a little baby, you know, fishing next to him. And then he'd bring me in the water diving. And he he'd um he would spearfish a lot and I would just be snorkeling at the top of the waters, watching him dive down, like come up with dinner and we'd go eat it. And it was just like a whole process of like being in the ocean with like good times with family and friends. And like, I don't know, I've been obsessed with it, like ever since growing up and like even our family vacations every year was pretty much just going down to the Keys in Florida, which is not too far, but you know, it, it was amazing. I, I looked forward to it all the time is I was just obsessed with diving and being in the water and, uh, yeah, that's how uh, I guess I got started with the ocean. Yeah, it's in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're all we're we're made of water anyway, right? So yeah, oh, mostly right. I love that you were just taking vacations not too far away. Yet at the same time, you don't have to go far, right? The yeah. ocean is constantly changing, and it's different. You know, ten miles away, it could be a completely different ocean. 
Yeah. And even if you go dive the same spots, like, like here now, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I'm stationed out here in Hawaii. There's a spot that I, I go to all the time and every day it's different, you know, between how the water clarity is and the current and the type of marine life that's there. It's, it's, I always say it's like the ever-changing reality that's always there, you know, and every time you go there, it's always something different. It's a different experience, you know, and uh, I think that's what keeps it so interesting. You know, you always go into the ocean, you never know what, what you're going to get out of it, you know. Yeah, there's a sense yeah. of mystery for sure. Yeah. Which, which yeah. is intriguing and, and dynamic, mm -hmm. right? So you, it, it mm -hmm. helps us to, I think, stay present to the moment. Yeah. Um, okay, so you grew up in Florida. Mm -hmm. You're in Hawaii now. Like, uh, tell us kind of how that happened and, and the story, like, what, what, what took you on this? Yes. So well, I guess it kind of goes back to uh, out of high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So like to everybody, all my friends were going to college and I was like, ah, I don't really know what I want to study. I don't want to go spend, you know, a bunch of my parents' money trying to <laughs> have me go study something. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So I joined the Coast Guard with uh, hopes and dreams of becoming a Coast Guard rescue swimmer. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, so I did took me about a year of training, um, going through different schools and stuff like that. And I finally graduated and I spent the, um, four years stationed in St. Petersburg, Florida, which was nice. Cause I wasn't too far from home, uh, but just far enough from home, which is very important. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I did four years there and then I was supposed to get a year extension there and I put Hawaii on my list thinking, oh, it's not going to happen. Normally these guys have to get stationed in Alaska first or like these really places that have a lot of hardship before and they get priority to those guys, obviously, to go to the place, their dream locations. So right. I threw Hawaii on my list as, a, you know, that's yeah, not going to happen, but whatever. I, I wanted to stay in Florida for another year anyways. And um, I was told I was going to get that, um, my extension, and then months down the road my uh, senior chief at the time he goes hey do you still want to go to hawaii and i was like uh i think so i was just like <laughs> some kind of joke or whatever and he's like well you're going i was like oh damn wow <laughs> and yeah it was like unreal to like experience i didn't yeah i couldn't believe it and uh that was probably five years ago now um but yeah now i'm stationed out here in barbers point hawaii and okay yeah i, I love it <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah. so incredible i guess the islands were calling you yeah. um <laughs> you know they're they're a special place they kind of have a an energy of their own i think mm -hmm. i i had i've spent some time there um yeah, on Kauai. Saying that, yeah. yeah on nice. Kauai and also um in honolulu i lived near diamond head nice so, yeah. yeah it's not a bad spot to be no it's it's it's, it was magical. I, I learned so much there. And nice. I, you know, it's definitely shaped me and I, I mm -hmm. uh, do my best to keep that aloha spirit with mm -hmm. me wherever I go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not something I, I got much in Florida. So, <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, well. vibe. <laughs> a different vibe i lived in florida too actually a little bit in my i lived like a couple years in miami beach oh yeah okay yeah i grew up 30 40 minutes north of there in like fort lauderdale kind oh, of okay. yeah. yeah 
That's, that's funny. great. Uh, I know it's funny these lives. They you know where we where we get taken and moved, and where we feel mm -hmm. um, drawn to, and and mm -hmm. you know. uh, now. Are you, you're still doing the Coast Guard then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Still doing that. Yep. And yeah. when did the photography start? So the photography started when I was in Clearwater. Um, I, I've been diving my whole life, but I never thought of actually like capturing the moments, you know, below the sea. Like when, you, when we're out there, either we're spear fishing and diving and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. And my one buddy's like, oh, you should get a you should get a GoPro. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Like they're fairly cheap. I can like uh, capture some cool content. And like, and then I started making videos with it. And um, from the videos, I started taking like video stills and like editing those on my phone, just like having fun with it. And obviously like horrible quality, quality of photos, but yeah. I just had fun, like getting something from, you know, taking it from one place and then changing it and putting my own creative spin on it. And uh, I really enjoyed doing that. And then eventually I was like, you know, I, I just want to get like an actual setup. You know, I want to take like real photos. I want to do this for real. And um, I just went out on a limb and then got an actual camera and actual housing and uh, just got started from there. And I loved it. Um, definitely opened up more possibilities with what I'm able to do creatively. And um, yeah, it's just been awesome. It's been amazing. <laughs> That's great. So you actually were already taking photographs before you moved to Hawaii. Yep. Yeah. So I started when I was stationed in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, because we used to do uh, deployments uh, down to the Bahamas, which once again, is not a bad place Ooh. to deploy to. But yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Um, is the yeah. Coast Guard all over the world? The U.S. Coast Guard all over the world or just... Um, yeah, yes and no. Um, depends. So for the air stations, um, they're separate. They're kind of separate from the uh, the boat stations and like okay. the cutters that they have. Um, air stations we only have in the U.S. Um, but okay. yeah, but most of the time we're always by the coast, which is not bad. So yeah, you can't go wrong if you uh, if you want to be by the ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I picked a career that was going to guarantee me that. That's awesome. Um, so what was it about photography? Like, how did, once you started capturing images, um, was there certain things that you were trying to capture? Um, just a little, I mean, obviously when I first got a camera, I was taking pictures of everything, like, um, wildlife, spearfishing, my friends, and just like, you know, trying to figure it out, you know, doing landscape stuff, portrait stuff, you know, just experimenting with everything to see what I really liked. But um, obviously, it's still stayed within the ocean. Um, but the, I would say probably my favorite part is just the, the challenge behind it. Because obviously, you know, between shooting stuff on land, normally the, the scene is kind of, I wouldn't say the same, obviously, you have different lighting and things like that. But since it's always changing with the different clarity in the water and the lighting in the water and the shades of blue depending you know where you're diving like even here on this island in, on Oahu depending on which yeah. side of the island you dive on you can get different shades of blue in your shots and it's a it's a fun challenge for me to like take those images and then bring them back into Lightroom and then Photoshop and 
try to bring out those natural colors and bring out you know the way I wanted it to look like and um yeah it's just a fun challenge from you know capturing the shot you know trying to get it composed and then bringing it in and then creating something out of that shot it's uh yeah it's a lot of fun I really enjoy it keeps me entertained (laughs) that's great so yeah so it's been kind of an organic journey Mm -hmm. uh, of discovery I'm curious now, do you actually go with intention to try to capture something that you have in your mind or are Sometimes. you just going and seeing what you get that day? Yeah. So sometimes, um, and that's the funny thing is like a lot of times when we go out, we wouldn't go out. I get away. I mean, we would still go out often, but when we go out, it's hard to, like hey we're gonna go shoot this specific thing so it's like always we go out and we see like a cool cave or cool wildlife you know whatever it is and we try to capture moments within it but we wouldn't really do too much of like thinking of composing shots like heading out with intention but getting into the nft space and seeing like uh, all these other creators have inspired me to try to go out with intention to shoot something like really unique and now we've got certain projects that we've been working on of you know bringing out like different kinds of outfits and like composing like a little bit of a story between you know going out and shooting one kind of like story with a thought and process behind it and uh yeah it's been a lot of fun you know it's a it's a new thing a new challenge to add into like what we're kind of doing and uh yeah I love it (laughs) I love it because it just it's always it's always changing like what you can do with photography you can get a new lighting system set up and you can have months that you're dealing with that and learning how to perfect that and then there's so many different little aspects that can change to where it completely makes it a whole new hobby for you um yeah so anytime you think that you're like oh I've got to handle this I know how to do this then you can throw one little variable into it and it's like oh and then you feel like you're just starting again and uh I think that's (laughs) fun it keeps it keeps it challenging it keeps it interesting and uh yeah (laughs) yeah I I pretty much love uh that kind of unknown in my work I Mm -hmm. I love to keep an element of unknown I mean not not Mm -hmm. always like I do photography and collage and um collage is a little bit more but I loved doing long exposure work just for the fact that there was a Mm. unknown Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I really had no idea exactly how the image would turn out and I think you underwater Mm -hmm. that there's also that happening you know because you can't you can control a few things but Beyond that, the the sea is constantly changing. The light is constantly changing. Um, everything's in motion, so it, it's definitely a whole different, a whole different aspect, which I think is uh, what makes it so incredible. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, what kind of equipment do you use now? Do you always have? Uh, do you take people with you? I know sometimes you have divers in your shots but sometimes I think you also just have nature and nobody mm-hmm. yeah most of the time it's um if you saw in my photos it's most likely my girlfriend Cassie she's my mermaid uh, oh, great. my mermaid model for most of my photos um, <laughs> that that works out lovely <laughs> yeah and it's funny because she before we met she never really dove and um I was already doing underwater photography uh we've been dating for about like five and a half years now but oh. um 
it was funny. We, I tried getting her into it and I'm like, oh yeah, we'd go like we'd go to the, the freshwater springs in Florida. And it was so funny because I would have her go into water either, I think without a mask or you just, I tried to have her hold her breath and she'd go down she'd be like this, <gasps> really inflate her cheeks. And I was like, that's not, these are not going to make good photos. <laughs> we need to work on this. So. Uh, but and now she's as obsessive um, as I am. Uh, she loves the water. And that's why anytime I'm out, she, most of the time she's out there with me. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah natural. She's like, yeah. they're beautiful. She looks like a natural. So that's really fun. Yeah. Is she um, mm -hmm. like a water person too? Was she, um, is she from Hawaii? No. So um, we met um, when I was stationed in St. Petersburg. Um, she was going to college there in Tampa. Yeah. Okay. And we just met there and then, uh, yeah, found out I was going to move into Hawaii and see, asked her if she wanted to come with me and obviously she took that's a free ticket great. to Hawaii so <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's that's amazing that's great so you really don't have like a staff or or hire assistants that much you're getting all of this on your own with your own gear and, mm -hmm. okay yeah. wow yeah brilliant brilliant mm -hmm. you're you're working yeah, with thanks. nature you're working yeah. with nature <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, yeah, that's and the fact that we're, Yeah, and the fact that we're free diving makes it a lot easier for a lot less equipment, a lot less moving around. But um, it's funny, actually, as much as in love with the ocean I am, I've actually never scubaed. But that's something that we're talking about that we need to do just because in certain travels or certain like wrecks and stuff that to fully experience, um, it'd be nice to get our scuba certification. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of tried that, but it was funny. I hadn't, I didn't. I had trouble with it. I might try to, I might try it again, yeah. but funny, I thought I, would, I was like, oh, I'm a water person. This is going to be great. But I actually had a little difficulty with it. It was funny. It was interesting having to rely on this thing to breathe, yeah. you know, and not being able, like, I, yeah, I had some issues with it. So yeah. uh, I'll maybe go back to it, but free diving. I mean, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's nice to just be able to rely on your own body. And it adds another like sense of, you know, aspect of challenge to it. Cause not only are you trying to compose the shot, work with the lighting, work with the model or the wildlife that's in the shot. then you also have your own breath hold that you're trying to like, in your mindset, you're trying to keep calm and, you know, manage your own breath. And so it, it adds another layer to it for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's similar to uh, the planets aligning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a little astrology involved here. You got to have all these moving yeah. parts come together for that one instant. Yeah. Well, you definitely have the magic with you. So that's great. Uh, tell us a little bit about free diving. Is that something you were trained in? Um, or so that's what my dad taught me growing up because um free dive spearfishing um, okay. that's what i was doing since i was like five years old and he kind of trained me growing up and um we'd mostly go in like south florida in the keys and it was funny because most of my life i we always dove depth ranges between like 20 to 40 feet and you know we were always able to find fish there and we never had a need to really go deeper than that so most of my life was spent most around there i think the deepest I ever went before then, uh, like, um, before I was an adult was maybe like 55 feet and then growing up and then going to, um, 
deploying to the Bahamas and being with friends down there who are, you know, constantly pushing each other, like wanting to go deeper. And then I eventually took um, a free diving course with the um, immersion free diving over, it used to be in Fort Lauderdale, but awesome instructor, Ted Hardy. And um, yeah, and it was crazy within four days, I went from, you know, a max dive of maybe like, I think it was like 60, 70 feet. And then I hit like 115 feet within the four wow. days and just this, like the technique and stuff that you learn in those classes um, is, is just amazing. It's like things that, you know, everybody thinks that you need like years of training to be able to free dive or you need to you know, be in really good shape. And it's what it really is, is just um, learning a few techniques and, you know, learning how to, you know, get comfortable with the uncomfortable feeling of holding your breath. And then once yeah. you learn those few little things, then it, you know, you're able to do it and you're able to like push yourself beyond like what you thought you were capable of doing. And it's a really amazing feeling. Um, yeah. That's incredible. Now, how long do you have to hold your breath to go down a hundred feet or more? Um, it's only a minute. So a lot of people think it takes a long time to do it, but, um, and yeah, it's a minute of kicking, but, um, yeah, technically, um, with the speed that you should be moving. And that's something that you learn in the class too, is um, it should take you only about a minute. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So like 30 seconds down and 30 seconds up. Yeah. That's neat. So you're catching these photos like within a minute or so. I mean, yeah. I mean, most of our photos are only within a minute or minute and a half pretty much um so it's not like we need to stay down there super long um you know we dive down we get kind of a lot of times we'll talk on the surface um if it's me working with a model or, or somebody um you know we talk on the surface of like what we're trying to shoot and like kind of the area and how to compose it and um dive down there snap a few shots make sure the settings are good and you know you've got you know a small window of shooting opportunity that you get for each section to like try to finagle it and make something beautiful out of it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's adding even more specialization and yeah. <laughs> more magic. You're adding more magic to your imagery. Wow. That's great. But I, I I'm curious though. I mean, I would say unless you have like a hundred feet down, do you have to bring your own light? So we're not shooting at a hundred feet. Okay. So that, yeah. That's yeah, no, um, that is possible, but no. So that's okay. the, the hundred feet is when you're doing like actual training, like line diving. And there are yeah. photographers out there who are, you know, at, like real advanced free, free divers who are shooting down at a hundred feet. Um, just epic free divers, um, who are doing right. awesome work. But, um, yeah, in that kind of environment, it's very, uh, it's a very like training environment. You're diving on a line. It's, you know, perfecting your movements and okay. stuff like that, yeah. really learning. But those where well, you learning that training environment carries over to what you're doing in everyday free diving, you know, like, you know, learning about how, how to be hydrodynamic and how to, you know, properly kick and staying calm and all that stuff. But most of the shots that we take, I mean, when you're shooting underwater, the best shots that you're going to get is closer to the surface. Cause as you start diving, you start right. losing more and more of the natural colors. I think it's a uh, red is the first color red and magenta that you start losing um, at the deeper you dive. So unless the water's really clear, um, like uh, we dove in 
Grand Cayman and that water, we were down at like 50, 60 feet and it was just gorgeous. Wow. <laughs> it was like the shots, you're still able to pull natural colors out. So it depends on water clarity, but um, yeah, most of the time, the best shots that you're going to get is towards the surface. Okay. Um, yeah. It's interesting though, because some of your images though, look like they could be deep, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of them, you don't really know how far mm -hmm. they are necessarily. And some of those really rich blues and things, mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like they could be down there like 50 feet, 100, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it, it's kind of incredible. Cause I, some of the frames too, you know, there's a lot of space around them. So. Yeah. And it's a cool thing about like capturing underwater is it does add that like little sense of mystery of like, you know, how deep was this shot? Where was this shot and all that, um, which is fun. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Now, I know you're in the NFT space. Have you been also printing? Do you do prints? Do you do any like exhibits? I don't know. How did, what yeah, did so, you? Yeah, I, I have. Um, I actually just took down my print store on my website, but I, I've had a print store on my website and I kind of just like sold it here and there. I never really um, marketed it. Um, I'd always just kind of offered it for friends, family, or like fans that wanted to get, you know, a piece of art. Um, but it's not something that I like I actively sell. It's just kind of like here and there. And when somebody wants something, I'm able to sell them something. Um, but no, I don't have it up in any exhibits or anything like that right now. Yeah. 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 When did you get into the NFT space or like, how did you find out about that? Um, so there was this really cool artist, um, Wes Henry, um, who does like really cool, like digital art. And uh, I've been following him for a while. And then I just saw him starting to post a lot. Like he started making sales and he's doing like extremely well right now. Um, but, uh, and I was just asking him, I was like, you know what, you know, what is this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I, you know, I've heard about it and I didn't think it was like a real thing. And I think that's kind of how like a lot of people get pulled into it is, you know, it's like, is, is this legitimate? Is like, how is this working? Right. It, it, it's a, it's a crazy thought as like an artist to think like, wow, like someone's actually valuing art for art, you know, as like yeah. on a normal level, like, you know, you don't have to be some giant, you know, artist to actually like be valued. Right. Um, so it was, it was crazy. So I, I kind of just been like listening in on spaces since like, September, October, and just like kind of trying to learn um, what it's all about and kind of like, I guess, soak in as much knowledge as I could. And um, yeah, now I'm working on my first large collection of images um, that have like an all like similar theme. And I, I just finished editing them and I'm hoping to launch May 1st. So I'm really excited Ooh, about that. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun. Um, I'm super excited about it and I'm like super excited about like I was talking about like going out with intention shooting and like stories and stuff like that so that's other stuff that I'm working on for the future as well um, yeah. but yeah it's so much fun well that's what's so fun about uh, I don't know creating and, and art it's this it's almost an adventure right and the mm -hmm. more the more you I, I feel like you just you know the more you do it the more ideas come and the more mm -hmm like stories and like oh I can do that oh I could try this and mm -hmm. yeah yeah it um, really opens up creativity <laughs> yeah and what I love too about the nft space I've been actually just starting to put my work into nfts the nft space now I mean I yes. used to actually print my work and um 
you know, sell originals, things like that. Mm-hmm. What I love is that I don't have to make prints anymore, mm-hmm. right? Right there. And then you have basically the NFT becomes a certificate of ownership just in its yeah. very nature. So it's like one of a kind. It's right. Th- I mean, I just think it's fantastic for mm-hmm. for artists. Like it's like depending on what art you do, but yeah, I was like, I, this is great. I don't have to like lug a bunch of prints around with me anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, di- digital products are definitely very nice. <laughs> a lot less yeah. Aesthetic. <laughs> Yeah, and it's actually also forced me to kind of get into more animation, which has been oh, really nice. Cool. I've been experimenting, you know, with making, turning still pictures into moving images. Awesome. So, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, a little bit different than, I mean, what's great is you're actually like capturing movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's an incredible space. So we're mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing your new collection. Thanks. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. What has the sea taught you or the ocean taught you? What mm. What would be, like, how has it touched your life? And, and, you know, how would you describe that to people? Like, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like that's why I love that quote um, that I posted. And I've always like thought about that because it talks about like, here I am free, you know? And I feel like that's kind of how I feel every time I'm diving, like everything goes fairly quiet and you're just there and you're like super present because you're very aware of like everything that's around you. There's everything's moving, your, your body's moving and there's all these different colors and marine life. And it's, it just really brings you to like, there now and i feel like i I don't get that anywhere else besides when i'm diving and um and and that's something that i try that that i try to capture you know is because it's it's funny i actually was just researching this is like it's amazing that there's so many people in the world who have never seen the ocean like if you think about you know how many people are landlocked and you know um, people who are not able to see the ocean go to the ocean like physically touch it um they've never been able to experience that um so that's kind of another fun thing with the photography is trying to show that show like the sense of wonder and peace that there is like beneath the surface um you know because some people they just go to aquariums and not all aquariums are really what they should be but um <laughs> that's, that's a whole other conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah um I would say it gives me like immense peace and freedom, uh, a sense of freedom for sure. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Peace and freedom. You know, that's really interesting too. I never really thought about that, that yeah, there's a giant population who hasn't ever seen. Mm -hmm. I I read something that it was like, it said it was an educated guess that there's I want to say there was like 15 to 30 percent of the world I'm, I'm probably butchering this maybe it was 25 it, it was a lot let's say it, it was something like 20 percent of the world has never seen the ocean wow it's insane and it's it's weird for me to think that you know being that I was born and raised on the ocean yeah you know, I, I was thinking oh everybody has but then where I started thinking about and contemplating it's like there's probably tons and look, looking into it there's millions of people who have never seen it you know, and that's so unfortunate. And, uh, and that brings another thing, you know, back to like the con- conservation aspect is it's hard for people to care about something if they've never seen it, never felt it, 
right. you know, it's just, it's just, it's the desert sand to them. You know, they're not going to care about it if there's nothing there for them. So trying to bring that aspect of, you know, the ocean is a place for me. It's a place for humans. It's for a place for coexistence. That's, you know, that's something that I love to showcase. Yeah. Well, you're doing a good job. Thanks. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's incredible now, right? With the technology we have that mm-hmm. somebody who actually never has seen it can actually mm-hmm. access it without having to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, they can just go online and actually get, um, a taste of it. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and I think too, that's sort of the, I think maybe that's the challenge in artwork or challenge in photography challenge in these ways is to actually convey something, uh, you know, more of a sense, sense experience, right? Yep. Feeling mm-hmm. like to actually get a taste of it because you can just take a picture, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily going to capture like the feeling of actually being there in the mm-hmm. water and feeling the temperature and seeing the colors and the change and the movement and the dynamic. So to be able to capture some of that magic mm-hmm. and then to, to have people who maybe have never seen the ocean, but they actually see images, but yet can actually feel and experience that image mm-hmm. in a way, right? So I think that's that's the thing. I think the challenge for to artists is yeah. to actually be able to capture something beyond just the sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to give that little sense of emotion within the art. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's an awesome thing to be able to do. <laughs> yeah, really, really incredible. Um, and then, yeah, like, as you said, to give back. And what are some of the conservation uh, organizations that you are supporting? Or <laughs> Yeah, so um, one that I really love is... Um, uh, coral gardeners they're out in Tahiti and they have a really awesome program where they're uh, replanting and repurposing uh, corals so they have um, they call them super corals um, where they're very resistant to the temperature change because um, awesome documentary about um, you know how um, the changing uh, water temperatures is called causal causing coral bleaching which is causing corals to die and not be able to repopulate and um, it's estimated right now that if um, the temperatures keep changing and corals keep dying at the same rate. I think it's like 98% of corals will be dead by 2050, which is absurd. Wow. You know, being someone who, you know, grew up in South Florida and like in the Keys and area, um, you know, always loving coral and like, yeah. because corals bring, you know, so much life in the whole reef and all the different colors and sea fans and, you know, yeah. all these things. I always love looking at all the patterns and all these lively things. Um, so it's really cool. And they have an awesome program where it's kind of like uh, programs where you can adopt a tree, you know, you can uh, donate to an organization and then it's like, Hey, you planted this tree, but it's the same thing, but now underwater it's with corals and you can actually select what kind of coral you want to adopt. And it had these beautiful pictures and they give you a nice little adoption card. So it's a very like personal experience, which I like. Um, it's not, you know, just giving money to some organization and not sure where it's going. You know, it's very, you know, like 
um, being able to adopt this coral. And it's like, yeah, it's very personal. And uh, I love what they have going on. That's great. Yeah. So it's personal and you actually get to see the change that you're making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is great. Awesome. Any others or, or no, not? That's, yeah, that's the, that's the main one. Yeah. Oh, great. That's good. Yeah. I mean, every little bit counts, right? Every, yeah. every we're the ripples, right? The ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some of your like favorite spots or, or favorite wildlife or favorite moments in the water? Um, well, favorite moment, I would definitely have to say my first time with manta rays oh. was just amazing. They're, they're still probably one of my favorite creatures being to water with, but uh, the first time was definitely an intense and memorable one. We were, uh, me and my girlfriend were um, in Bali for like three weeks and then we took a like two days to go over it was a little island off of uh, bali in indonesia called uh, nusa panita and there's a little um little spot i think it's called manta point where it's known that i, I think it's because the, the way that the waves kind of crash up against the walls there's a lot of um what's the word i can't think of it right now krill plankton that the manta feed off of in okay. that little cove area and uh, we took a boat tour out there. And as we're heading out, um, our captain saw the other captain and he was like, hey, there's, there's none out there. There was one, but it left. And we're like kind of bummed out. The seas are pretty rough. So they're heading back. Like, and we're like, no, no, like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We want to at least, you know, try. And we get to this spot. We don't see anything. And then we go, oh, he's like, no, there's one more spot. Let's go check this out. And we go there and we saw one. We're like, okay, like, awesome. Like, let's go hop in the water. We hopped in and it was kind of just like circling around and then it would like come close. And it was just like, oh, it was wow. amazing just seeing this giant thing. It was probably eight, 10 feet wide. Oh, wow. just like, it's just like a giant slow flying like butterfly or something going through the ocean. And just having that one there was like, literally such an awesome experience and there was like a lot of sediment in the water and the light was coming through so it was like light rays it made for like such a dreamy kind of like uh scene and then we hear our captain yelling he's like hey and look i can't really see what he's saying he's like he's pointing he's going like this and i'm like what and i look over and then all of a sudden it literally was like a graceful stampede of manta rays. It was probably like five or six of them. Wow. And they were just all coming straight towards us. And it was exciting, amazing, and overwhelming all at the same time. Because <laughs> my girlfriend, she's there like diving and like being all graceful and like looking at them. And I'm like trying to get photos. And I'm like, I'm like looking one way and then like right behind me, like one's like almost bunking into me. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, what is going on here? It was insane. But it was, it was literally so amazing. <laughs> like we just got out. The water was freezing too. Uh, to, it, like it was, so we were just like sitting there and we got out till like we were shaking. <laughs> it was just so much fun. It was awesome. That's but, a, a miracle, right? Yeah. So one of those magical moments. Yeah. It was awesome. you get some, <laughs> Did you get some images? Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of my favorite images I've got uh, from that okay, day. Great. Oh, yeah, I got to look. I'll have to look. Yeah. yeah I'll send I, over now here. I know the story behind it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, um, yeah, that sounds completely magical. Yeah. 
completely magical. But Bali, I thought the water would be warm there. I thought so too. And I don't, I forget when we were there, but it wasn't like freezing, but it was, it was cool. Yeah. It was okay. much colder than we were expecting it to be. Okay. Um, and yeah. we weren't in wetsuits or anything. We just had bathing suits on. Oh yeah. Um, that makes but, sense. Yeah. <laughs> so now what have, are some of the biggest challenges that you faced or, or hard, like scary things or tough mm. I have had a kind of scary moment, I guess you can say. Um, and I went, I don't know if it was scary, but it was eerie. Uh, we yeah. drove, there was a, um, a, I think it was a humpback whale carcass that was off of, actually, no, I think it was a, a sperm whale carcass that was off of Oahu here. Oh, wow. And there was, um, there was reports of uh, these big, great whites there. And my buddy calls me up and they were apparently like, just like really calm. They just would feed and they were just kind of hanging out in the area. And my buddy calls me up and he's like, Hey, like, do you want to go dive? Like, uh, the whale carcass, like, and get photographs of sharks. I was like, Oh, that sounds awesome. Like I called Mike, my chief. I was like, Hey, can I get off tomorrow, please? Like I'll do whatever. (laughs) I'll stay late the rest of the week. And, um, yeah, so we went. Uh, we went out there and uh, the whale carcass, I think was already there for like a day or two. And when we got out there, there was no sharks, uh, unfortunately, but, um, we got in the water and, um, actually, yeah, we got in the water, we were shooting just around it and just being in the water with just this massive once living thing that was, and just seeing like pieces taking out of it from like, you know, the sharks that were in the area, it was a pretty intense feeling and scene to see. And, um, yeah, it was just incredible being in the water, um, seeing that. And then once we were actually before that, before we hopped in the water, I think we were all waiting. The captain, um, he called out that there was a tiger shark in the area. And then that was my first time in the water with the tiger shark. And of course me being excited and like being so fast to get ready. I like, I was the first one in the water. I hopped in. And then I see this thing and it's just swimming towards me. It's like this 10 foot tiger. And it was oh. like, <laughs> I'm the only one in the water right now. It's a 10 foot tiger and like a whale carcass. So it's obviously here to feed and it's just coming towards me. And I was like a little bit of like, a, uh. <laughs> and he was just really calm, just kind of came probably like 20 feet from me, cruised to the side and he just took off. And that was the only, it was a 20 second shark experience that we had there um wow. that was it. so it was crazy but um yeah that was a unique experience for sure <laughs> yeah that's very unique I mean yeah I mean and in a weird way you know we're like kind of entering their space so yeah for sure <laughs> that, now did you experience like I think there's one thing too that I love about being in the ocean is that it almost seems that you connect a little bit more to your your instinctual nature or your intuition. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious of like how was it different than other experiences? Like what you know, what did it feel like? Um, that dive specifically? Yeah, or like being yeah, like you said it was kind of intense, and then this tiger, the tiger shark experience, like. Yeah. So, I mean, when we were like, so it's different because we were in just blue water 
you know, so there was no reef. There was no sand at the bottom. We were, I, I don't know how many hundreds of feet of water we were probably in, but so just deep blue water and, um, just, I, I guess just the experience of being next to, cause I, I've never been able to dive with whales before. And it was kind of like unfortunate to see one that was passed. And you know, so I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It was, yeah. It was just weird to be in the water with that, you know, and just to see the scene of like the deceased whale just kind of floating there and still with the lighting and it still looked very majestic. And, you know, I got some really unique photos from there. Um, but yeah, it was just a eerie sense being in the water, which is yeah. definitely not normal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, right, there's obviously some sort of different, it was like a much different yeah like memorable but in a much different way yeah for sure not one of my usual dives <laughs> <laughs> um and i guess we're gonna well this has been fun we've been talking for a while i'm gonna wrap this up a little bit one thing do you have any advice or wisdom to share with the younger younger generation yeah um i would say to get out there and experience the ocean um, it's a magical place. Um, you know, it's taught me a lot, you know, I've spent my whole life in it and I think it's taught me a lot. And I would say to not be afraid because that's something I find a lot too. And that's like, I always like, some people are like, you know, they comment on my photos like, Oh, I'm so glad you take these photos. Cause I'm too afraid to go in. It's like, I really want my, my photography to actually draw people to want to get into the water to experience it themselves. So that way they know that it's, it's not the scary place. Like, yes, there's sharks in the water and stuff like that. But once you know, go force yourself to go into an open, you know, non-cage shark experience and just see how peaceful they are, you know, how they kind of just cruise by and they're more scared of you than you are of them. Um, you know, it's, it's not a place to fear, you know, like, yeah, certain wildlife like sharks, they need to be respected. Um, but it, it's definitely not something that should make you scared to ever get in. It's well worth the experience that the ocean provides, um, you know, and the memories that you'll get out of that are, worth any little bit of fear and it's definitely whatever fear you have should definitely try to overcome that um it's definitely worth it <laughs> i love it good advice face your fears get in the water yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and also tell us uh where we can find you i know we can find you on twitter Instagram. Yep. you want to share like your handles and website and all of that yeah. So, um, my Twitter and my Instagram are both the same. It's at Brandon Verdura, which is uh, B R A N D O N. And my last name Verdura, which is V E R D U R A. Um, that's both my Twitter and my Instagram. And then my website is, uh, see the abyss.com. It's S E E. Yeah. S E E. Yeah. Nice twist. Great. Well, all of that information will be in the show notes so people can find you and check it out. And um, awesome. yeah. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, this was awesome. And yeah, it was I great talking to you. Yeah, wait to see the new collection too. Yeah. I did. I'm really excited.